Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you. I couldn't believe Happy Tuesday, everybody. It's the Colleen and Bradley show. My Talk 1071. We stream live at MyTalk1071.com. You can also find us on the MyTalk app. I'm Colleen Lindstrom. That's Bradley Trainer. And you know, I think we've been saying this ever since we first heard from Brittany a few a couple weeks ago now. That this story is so fluid. There's new information, new angles coming out about the Britney Spears conservatorship every single day. And the same is true again today. Yas, Queen. So two things. One, there was a hearing yesterday to talk about security costs for Jody Montgomery. This has been an ongoing conversation. This is not the first we've heard of this. Jody Montgomery is like, y'all, I'm getting death threats. Can we please make sure I am uh, safe safe and secure? Yeah. And by the way, those security costs, just to give you an indication of how this works, uh, are about 1800 Oh, excuse me. Jeez. Oh, this He's is real emotional escaped. about this, you guys. Uh, <laughs> what did I say? $1,800? Mm-hmm. $1,800 a day. Wow. Yikes. To keep Jody Montgomery safe. Safe. Wow. Um, the judge tabled that discussion until another hearing, which is coming up. Next Monday. So there's like it's hearing a palooza um, because they had the hearing yesterday. And again, one of the things they talked about was that security cost. But the judge was like, ah, we'll just deal with that on next week. Also, her a new her her a new her new that is Brittany's new attorney, Matthew Rosengart, is like working like a boss to get Jamie from the conservatorship to exorcise him. Or excise, rather, probably. I don't think he's a demon, but many people well, in, I think in the media Brittany would portray him as her. such, <laughs> based on his daughter's words. Anyway, he's working very hard and and spoke yesterday outside the courthouse uh, on behalf of his new client. And he um, said this briefly. I'll just share. First, once again, I want to thank Britney Spears for her courage and her strength. I want to thank Judge Penny for her courtesy in welcoming my firm and I into this case. And I also want to thank Spears fans and supporters, the outrage and support for the firm. Myself and Britney has truly been overwhelming from coast to coast and around the world. Wow. Okay, so he's got a speech prepared. The last thing he did say, though, is finally the last thing I'm going to say about this matter, as I said in court last week and outside my firm and I are moving aggressively and expeditiously to file a petition to remove Jamie Spears unless he resigns first. Wink, wink, nudge, nudge. Which I sort of, I mean, I love that he threw that in there because the truth is, you know, Jamie Spears is a little bit in over his head right now. This whole thing has been a delicate house of cards for quite some time. When you think about the choices that they made to cover up for other choices that they made, um, to try to keep everything working and operating simply so that the people on the payroll could keep making the money that they were making on the payroll. Yeah. Um, it wouldn't surprise me. He doesn't, he doesn't strike me as a very 
savvy person in that way. Right. So like, I do love, there was like a little bit of a shady threat there. Like he's going to be gone unless he resigns first. Yeah. He's welcome to, you know, remove himself. Make this easy on everybody. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I think, um, it's just curious that I think we're in for a summer of, uh, developments in this case in Mm -hmm. a way that we weren't before. And I think the reason is because now we've got an attorney who's like, um, doing things, who's actually there to advocate on Britney's behalf and right. not somebody who's like talking out of both sides of his mouth, a.k.a. Sam Ingham. Right, right. Who was playing both sides of the of the whatever yeah. the game. Well, you know, um, again, like you said, Bradley, this is going to be a summer full of developments. We're going to be paying attention to this all the way through, because at the end of the day, um, we don't really know how this is going to unravel. Uh, I don't know that anybody knows exactly how this is going to unravel, but no. it will be interesting regardless. Yeah, I think for me, the thing that I'm most looking forward to is seeing how the players play out. So I think it's safe to assume that, um, I don't know, I'm making a prediction. I don't, I feel like I could make this prediction that by the end of the year, this conservatorship will be on its way out, mm-hmm. which means all there are a ton of people that are going to be affected by that. And it remains to be seen how those people will be affected. So that's what I'm looking forward to. What's going to happen to Jamie Lynn Spears? What's going to happen to Jamie Spears? What's going to happen to Lynn Spears? What's going to happen to Jamie Lynn Spears' husband? Jamie? Jamie? Isn't his name Jamie? No. Yeah, I think it is. (laughs) Yes. There are so many Jamies in this family. It's really super confusing, right? It is Jamie, right? Yeah. Yeah, because, which is so weird that... There are so many Jamies. Also, my partner, Jamie. I mean, it, what's he Spears. up to? Is he in on this too? Right? Yes. Her husband's name is Jamie Watson. Yeah. Okay. So oh. all of those people previously at some capacity. I mean, her brother is another person who I think has been on the payroll, if not involved. Oh, oh yeah. No, he's on the payroll for sure. Um, so those people are go- going to have it. I'm also curious to see what happens to. I think here's what I'm going to say. We should all run away from the story and never speak of it again. Mm-hmm. That's not going to happen. No, of course so, not. Right. Protect yourself. Mm-hmm. Be healthy. Mm-hmm. Create boundaries. Yeah. Establish good practices mm-hmm. and get some popcorn because I feel like there's going to be some fireworks personally and otherwise uh, in the court of public opinion over the next few months. Oh, for sure. And not uh, not just, you know, in one location. There will be fireworks everywhere. Yeah. Well, let, speaking of Jamie Lynn Spears and not her husband, Jamie Watson, but specifically Jamie Lynn Spears. Remember yesterday we talked a little bit about the weird sort of cryptic um, passive aggressive back and forth that was going on between Jamie Lynn and Brittany. Mm-hmm. Well, it was worse than we even thought. Yeah, I don't even know that you could call that passive aggressive. It wasn't. When it, was it was so out in the open. It was but, kind of aggressive. Yeah. But it was worse than I even thought because I, what I didn't realize was because I was just paying, I wasn't paying attention to the finer details of it. I was not paying attention to things like timing. Um, I also was not paying attention to things like people's um, propensity for deleting and revising captions. This battle was a lot more specific than I originally thought. So okay. here's, I'm going to walk you through it. 
So first of all, we know that Jamie Lynn Spears had come out very early on and was like, I support my sister, babies on Mars or whatever she said, right? Yeah, if she wants to have babies on Mars. Yeah, so that's whatever. Well, then, you know, Brittany uh, said that she wished that she could sue her whole family because they did nothing to help her while she struggled. Um, And then... Of course, fans thought, well, that was directed probably at Jamie Lynn and the rest of the family, but not just not not uh, what's the word excluding Jamie Lynn. Yeah, that that was for everybody. Yeah. So then after the testimony was released, then then we heard from Jamie. Then uh, then Brittany posted that other Instagram post. Never forget who ignored you when you needed them and helped you before you had to Mm -hmm. before you even had to ask. Then, then, okay, I have to get, then we got the take me as I am or bleep my bleep, eat bleep and step on bleep. Uh, And then she, and that's the one where she wrote, I don't like that my sister showed up at an awards show and performed my songs to remixes. My so-called support system hurt me deeply. This conservatorship killed my dreams. So that was basically like the shots fired. Then Jamie Lynn posted a picture of herself and said, may the peace of the Lord be with you in your spirit. Now, what's interesting about that is the wording of it. May the peace of the Lord be with you in your spirit, which is something that is, that's a like very churchy saying. Okay. After that, Brittany replied, may the Lord wrap your mean ass up in joy today, which clearly was a direct response to what yeah. Jamie had written. Yeah. And only then did Jamie go back and delete that previous caption oh, okay. and change it to just the peace sign mm. to try to not make it look like they were doing this back and forth. Yeah. But the timing of it was the part that was that I missed out See, on. Yeah. Because it just seemed like the, the reason I'm saying that is because sometimes you can go back and forth and look at the things and extrapolate something that may or may not actually be happening. And I feel like that was sort of what you could have like, you could have built a case either way yesterday when we talked about it, but when you know the timing of it and know that she went back and deleted it and that they were using the same language back and forth, yeah, it's clear. it becomes speaking to each other. So evident that they are having a public fight over this, Instagram. Absolutely. This is why I am so conflicted and I want everyone to just go away, let her get out of, from under her conservatorship, do not go to social media and support her or, you know, talk to her or give her advice. She doesn't need it. She's not listening. It's not helping. Mm-hmm. That said, I said I was conflicted. Mm-hmm. So on the other hand, you know, she has said that she appreciates everyone's support. And that it was very helpful to see that the public, you know, had her back. Um, And I also just think it's an incredibly fascinating opportunity to think about some really big questions through the lens of pop culture and specifically things like conservatorships, you know, um, individual rights, human rights, Mm -hmm. women's rights. Mm -hmm. There are so many valid uh, things that this story allows us the opportunity to think about and to talk about and debate and um, and far more deeply than I think people give a story like this credit. They're like, oh, she's just a mess and this is a hot mess. Yes. And it's also an opportunity. But I am very much conflicted because, again, um, 
I don't think any of what we're doing is helping Mm -hmm. Brittany. And my concern is that the more we feel invested in her future, the more that's going to get in the way of what's good for her. So that's where I'm conflicted. But I understand that like, this train has left the station, and we will be bringing you the latest on Britney at all times. Yes. At all times, Every worry day. not, because I think there's a responsible way to do it. And if I didn't, we wouldn't be doing it. I mean, I know you feel the same way, but I'm just the other piece of it is, and and I said this, I think, when you were gone last week, and and I'll say it again, and I will feel this way uh, until we see how this all plays out. I think we all feel super invested in this story and how it and what the outcome is. And I think it's important to remember that we will never know everything and yeah. we and we are not owed that. Yeah. And that's my fear when I see, you know, when I see her new lawyer um, walking up the steps of the courthouse and I see, uh, you know, people in hot pants with uh, picket signs, free Britney, you know, people who have given their time and life over to really advocating for this cause of Britney Spears and her conservatorship. I think those people are so invested and we're moderately invested. There are people who have like made it there, like have taken work off to be there to, to show their support for Brittany. And I feel like those people are so invested that they're going to feel like they are owed something in the, in the way that this plays out. And and we're not, we're not going to know everything. Well, we've seen that because we saw that very specifically when the judge came out and said, um, I'm not removing Jamie from the conservatorship. It wasn't because that wasn't what was going to happen. It's because that was a very specific, um, like mechanism Mes- yeah. or, um, step along the way. Mm-hmm. Like it had nothing to do with ultimately the public is just looking. It's it's very much bread and circuses. Everybody's just watching, you know, the spectacle, and they see the judge say something, and they think, "Oh no!" And then people are, you know, marching in the streets, and it's like, "No, no, 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 no!" Yeah, don't misunderstand that what that was. And people had to explain this is just the first step. She is going to get out from under this conservatorship, mm-hmm. assuming all of these other things go into. You know, like she has to file the paperwork. Right. Just There's showing due process. Up. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And so that's that to me is the thing that's frustrating is that the public sometimes. Right. Yeah. The public in a large group who has an emotional reaction to something mm-hmm. is not always the most rational behaving organism. Oh, right. Um, luckily, we are, are very rational. rational. Yes. <laughs> So keep listening to us because and we'll break it down. We're rational. When yeah. we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, we are going to have the very rational Elizabeth. All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien podcast or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. 
Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Elizabeth Reese bring us all the dirt straight from Hollywood with a dirt alert on My Talk 1071. This is a My Talk Dirt Alert. It's our rational friend, Elizabeth Reese, here with all the dirt straight from Hollywood. It's a dirt alert. Hey, Elizabeth. Hi, friends. Hi. So Depends on the day. Hey, Bradley's co-hosting Twin Cities with me today. Very excited. It's so nice. Steve's on vacation. Thank you so much for coming in, Bradley. But I'm looking course. forward to it. We're going to have a great time. Um, it'll be like a reunion of sorts, uh, just like what's happening on the set of And Just Like That, which is the Sex in the City reboot oh yeah you know what it's i wish that we would i wish that they would have put sex in the city in the title because yeah. when you say and just like that I i'm know. like i don't know what that means it, had, it just took me a little second too. bridget moynihan who played mr big's second wife natasha on sex in the city was spotted on the set of the revival yesterday so they were filming in soho Ooh. in new york and um bridget moynihan looks darling she appears to be wearing a wedding ring but it's unclear who her husband is in the mm. new series. But I love that she's going to be back because I loved her. Remember, um, uh, Big cheated on Natasha with Carrie Bradshaw. Okay, so... And then Natasha chipped her tooth when she fell down the stairs when she learned about the infidelity. Okay, yep. So it's funny because it's been a minute since I've watched all of that. Yeah. So thank you for the... The recap? Yes. Mm-hmm. You might, you're going to have to rewatch the whole thing before this I can't out. do that. I can't. But I will tell you this. I haven't... I shouldn't even say this out loud. I haven't watched the films... Oh, really? Oh, that's not... I mean, I don't so know. So, I gotta yeah, do you're that. Not, no, you don't. I don't have the to. The first oh. one was so good, didn't you think, Holly? It, it was okay. Yeah. It was okay. I really, I really did like the show, though. Like, I came to it real late in life. Yeah. Um, And it holds up. I mean, it's funny to watch because you realize how much time has changed. You know, they're walking around without cell phones. Like, I know. I mean, it's just so and different. cigarettes? Oh, yeah. <laughs> so different. And no global pandemic. I, I mean, come if on. Cell phones have really oh, led to even the decline of smoking even more because it's hard to then have two things in your hand. Well, it just gives you something to do with your hands. Yeah. Right? Yeah. I miss smoking. I know. That's a horrible thing to say. I don't think that's a horrible thing to say. I think that <sighs> a lot of people can relate to that if they once smoked, that then yeah. they miss smoking. I'm glad I don't. I'm just right. saying I occasionally will catch a whiff and think, oh. <laughs> It was something to yeah. do, right? The, like to go have coffee is, and smoke ciggies. It's very similar to me uh, with the feeling of like walking by a bakery. It smells awesome. Yeah. And the stuff inside tastes pretty good, but you're not going to feel great after it. So just live with the mm-hmm. smell. It's good. That's true. true. That's a good, that is a good point. I, when I worked in a coffee shop, I would smell so much coffee mm. that I never even drank coffee. Yep. Because I didn't need to drink because I would taste it and like when I was drinking it and be like, this is the same as what I'm smelling. Right. You know, sometimes the smell is better than the the thing. Mm. Yeah. I don't think that's the case when it comes to like a croissant, but that's just me. <laughs> like actually eating it is really. They, I mean, taste, they taste better than Siggy's. I will say that. Yes, I would say Prince Harry told the palace about his memoir, uh, but apparently would not have expected to need permission. And he's very excited for people to read a firsthand account of his life. That's accurate and wholly truthful. 
I kind I really can't wait to. He did give them a heads up, but he didn't ask for permission. I love that. It's going to be released in late 2022. I just, you know, like, I don't know what to expect out of it, but I am very much looking forward to reading it because I think, you know, I don't know that it's going to be the truth insofar as any one person's account of what happened is the truth. Right, but it's it's the truth to them. Yeah. It's truth, and I know yep. that's a phrase often overused now, but I do think that there's some value in hearing what he uh, has to say that's not been filtered through mm-hmm. some sort of publicity machine, mm-hmm. albeit, wink, wink, I understand that it will be a publicity machine, but again, it's his in a way that... It's very unusual for people, obviously, we all know, in that family to speak, quote, their own truth. Mm-hmm. For sure. So, because, but your own truth is all relative, yeah. you know? Yeah, 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 it's true. I mean, you can, your truth is different from another person's truth <laughs> about you. We will also all be better to know, whilst we read it, that this is his version of events. Yes. Yeah, and I right? think we're all adults enough to figure out, like, not I hope to so. take everything, you know, verbatim and mm-hmm. to understand that it's his perspective. I think you're right, too. Yeah. Um, Shailene Woodley, very excited about learning more about football. I bet. Oh, I bet she is. I bet she's so excited about it. I had a dream about them the other night. They were so in my dream. It was very bizarre. I have a wedding this weekend, and they were going to the wedding with me, and we were all, like, staying in a hotel room with my friends, including the bride. She stayed in the hotel room with me and Aaron Rodgers and Shailene. Weird. It was such a weird dream, and it was one of those vivid dreams that, like, still sticks with me. Like, I woke up in the morning and thought... I'm friends with Aaron Rodgers and Shailene Woodley. No, that is the, that I'm was my tell reality. You, uh, let in that me moment. just interpret that. I'm no Dawn McLean, but my interpretation of that is that you are dealing with some real life work life bleeding together, <laughs> and that's what that's what your brain was working through. That's got to be it. I think so. They're in no rush to plan their own wedding. That's according not to gonna both get my dream and all of the publications I'm reading today. <laughs> Oh my god! That they will just get married whenever oh, I just, they want to get married. I just I need to understand what makes a celebrity couple think they need to tell us all of these things, as opposed to all the other celebrities who aren't telling us. She was on it's late attention. night with Seth Meyers. Attention yeah, is what's about it. There you go. Thanks, friends. Elizabeth Reese. Thank, thank you. you so much again, everybody. You can check Elizabeth Reese and Bradley out today on Twin Cities Live. And when we come back, we've got some pop culture mysteries to solve. We're going to do that in the form of blind items after this on My Talk 1071. Pop culture mysteries. We're going to solve them right here on the Colleen and Bradley show. We do it every day at 1230. I'm Colleen Lindstrom. That's Bradley Trainer. Hello. And uh, we do it in the form of blind items that Holly's brought for us in this little segment. We call it Blinded by the Item. Blinded by the Item. A hot celebrity gossip mysteries to solve this afternoon. Let's do it. Yeah, I like this one. Sorry, I had to do a little uh, button push in there. Mm, okay, push Here, them buttons. Mm-hmm. Here's our first celebrity gossip mystery. Solve this. This makeup company had a good run, and everyone was fooled into thinking that they were amazing. amazing. The pro- amazing. The problem is though. They treated their employees like crap and couldn't afford to pay anyone a decent wage Ooh. because they had promised so much money to the reality family. Oh. Cody Cosmetics? Well, not quite. Oh. Uh, Specifically one of those families' is it product lines? Kylie Cosmetics? Uh, what is not around anymore? KKW Beauty? There you oh, go. Yeah. Okay, there it is. It's all Oof. looped together. But KKW Beauty... Had a good run, and everyone was fooled into thinking that they were amazing. The problem is, is they treated their employees like crap and couldn't mm. afford to pay anyone a decent wage because they promised so much money to the Kardashians. Ugh. 
Yeah, I don't like that. <sighs> but it makes sense. Mm-hmm. Right? Yes. Ugh. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Kim. Wait, what? One day ago, Kim Kardashian is rebranding KKW Beauty. Mm-hmm. And isn't Kanye like helping or something? Am I making that up? Yeah, allegedly. And I helped. Yeah, allegedly, oh, supposedly, no. Kanye West had a very uh, extensive part in the brand create mm-hmm. the imaging so of this new company. She has applied for trademark rights to... Mm. What? Mm. Oh, because mm-hmm, she's got... Sk- mm. Mm. Yeah, so and skin. And so it's skin and skims. So S-K-K-N. Mm. <laughs> or sk- mm. Mm. This whole trend, I just want to get this off my chest, and then we can get back to this blind item. This whole trend of leaving vowels out is not cute anymore, and I would like an end to it. Thanks. I Bye. totally agree. Yay! Vowels are letters, too. That's right. Yeah, okay. What did vowels ever do to Up you? Up with vowels. Up you with vowels. Oh, hey now. <laughs> Should we do another blind item? Let's do it. Okay. Yes, please. Blinded by the item. I spilled. <laughs> wow. Sorry. Here's our next celebrity gossip mystery. This A-list mostly movie actress is calling in favors and spending tons of money to try and get award season buzz well in advance of award season. The thing is, her movie sucks, and she might not even make the top 15 or so finalists for the biggest award. Oh, no. Mm. An A minus list, mostly movie actress. I don't know much about what's out there other than science fiction movies. Yeah, that I don't I'm really either. So, oh, like the new release posters of Dune coming out. There's yeah. new Ooh. posters. There's what? new posters. Oh, new character okay, posters for the movie Dune. He's in now. Um, sorry, I've lost him. What? Um, what now? <laughs> so, can you narrow this down for us in any way? Yes, there are two people that are mentioned in the comment section, and it both could apply to these individuals. I will give you a hint. Both these people are starring in high-profile biopics. Oh. Okay. Uh, Nicole Kidman. Oh, sorry. I was thinking about her Lucy role. Oh, yeah, that's a good one. Oh, that's a good one. But she's higher on the list than A-. I suppose. Okay, A minus list biopic, mm-hmm. a lady biopic, like Madame Curie. Is there a Madame Curie movie? There should be. Actually, there was one a couple years yes, ago. Yes, exactly. You loved it, remember? <laughs> yes, I loved mm-hmm. it. With Rosamund Pike. Uh, Kristen Stewart. That's one name. Oh, Thank yeah. You. What was the movie, though? I can't remember who she's being. Oh, yeah. Diana. Yeah, Princess oh, Diana. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, so she's playing Princess Diana in the movie Spencer, mm-hmm. which is supposed to be released in I September. Thought it was about the gift shop. I mean, no, I tried. Over the Hill, the Spencer story. (laughs) Spencer Tracy. Yeah. Um, Okay. And then there's another one. I'm going to leave that one to you, Bradley. I don't, I mean, thank you. It's very kind of you, but I don't know who it is. (laughs) Uh, This movie, uh, I believe, is coming out next month. There was a full length trailer that was just released for it. Earlier this week or late last week? Oh, Camila Cabello. It's the biopic about Cinderella. Cinderella. <laughs> <laughs> no, this movie is starring an Academy Award winner. I mean, thanks. We knew that. Jennifer Lawrence? No, but <laughs> stick with the first name. Jennifer, Jennifer Garner? Gar- no. no. Jennifer, Jennifer Garner. Lopez? No. <laughs> Jennifer Jason Lee? <laughs> no. Not even Jennifer that. Horowitz? No, not even her. Jennifer. 
Jennifer. Mm-hmm. She's won an Oscar. Jennifer. Oh, Jennifer. Jennifer. Oscar winner Jennifer. In a high profile biopic coming Love out. Love Hewitt. Jennifer Hudson. Oh, okay. Oh, Jennifer Hudson. Playing Aretha Franklin. I know she's a mostly movie actress, but I might have thrown Singer in there. It would have been helpful. Well, so it could be Kristen Stewart. Okay. Most likely Kristen Stewart. Yeah, that feels more Kristen Stewart-y. Okay, great. So Kristen Stewart is calling in favors and spending tons of money to try and get award season buzz well in advance of award season. Now, the thing is, this movie, Spencer, her Princess Diana biopic, sucks, and Kristen Stewart might not even make the top 15 or so finalists for the Oscar. Oof, 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 oof. I mean, all right. Good luck. Okay. Next. I mean, we can't. They can't, they can't all be the panic room. It's true. Mm-hmm. Here's another celebrity gossip mystery. Back this back in the day, permanent A-list actress had a fling with an offspring of this former A plus plus lister. She doesn't like to discuss it. Ooh, permanent A-list actress fling with an offspring of the former A plus plus lister. Is the A plus plus lister flinger uh, male? Uh, yes, but it's the offspring of the yeah A plus plus lister. Yeah, I'm saying, yeah yes. okay. Was she flinging with a male? Because I thought maybe it's you know one of Elvi's uh, children. Mm. Oh, sure. Mm-hmm. Um, because a, I always think A plus plus listers have to be like an Elvis or the Pope or a president. Right. Well, well the Pope oh, doesn't have children. Pope Kennedy. Thank you. Okay. Um, John Kennedy Jr. And the permanent A-plus lister. Wait, no, I'm sorry. No, now we're looking for permanent A-list actress. Back in the day. Back in the Who day. Had a fling. She doesn't like to talk about it. Why wouldn't she like to talk about hmm. it? I don't know why she doesn't like to talk about I it. I talk about it. Uh, this person, now I'm going with the comment section from this blind item on crazydaysandnights.net. So this person, recently in headlines this past year, she released a memoir... Julie Andrews. (laughs) Also, this person was making a splash at the Cannes Film Festival with her outfits. Oh. People thought she was looking good. Hilda Swinton? Um. You look good in that outfit. Who did we say that about? I don't think that we've talked about anybody's outfit except Uh, for that weird lung necklace. Oh, yeah. That Bella Hadid wore. Yeah, but it's not her. No, it's not Bella Hadid. This person, back in the day, they were permanent A-list in the early 90s. Mm. They had a succession of high-profile roles. They were known for being sexy. We saw a lot of stuff. Oh, Oh, Sharon Stone. Colleen for the the day. Sharon Stone. Yeah, Sharon showing something. <laughs> hey, hey, oh, oh, Swinton did look really good though at Cannes. I don't see her with John Kennedy Jr. Not so really. No, I could see Sharon Stone telling that tale. Oh, Sharon Stone. People thought she looked good. I mean, she looks good <laughs> as a human. <laughs> no, I'm. I, no, I was looking at her dress. Thank <laughs> you. Mm-hmm. It's. Oh, it mm-hmm. looks. Oh, it looks a little bit like a. A dyed blue wedding gown with a trip to Michael's is all I'm saying. <laughs> but she looks great. She, otherwise. Her human self, it looks beautiful. 
No, that looks like she fell down at Joanne Fabrics. That's what I'm saying. And rolled around after an earthquake. Yeah, and then got into the silk flowers. Apparently, she had sex with John F. Kennedy Jr., Sharon Stone. (laughs) It's weird that she wouldn't want to talk about it. Yeah, that is weird. Yeah, I don't know, man. Sometimes. Uh, One more? Yes, please. All right, we're going to the last one. Blinded by the item. This one is confirmed. This permanent A-plus lister doesn't care about how bad the reviews are for his new movie. He already got paid. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. He did it just for fun. Now, does he have a bet with the original star? Which version will make the most money? Of course he does. Mm. Mm. Permanent A-plus lister. Mm-hmm. Doesn't care about the reviews for the new movie, it, and it's this is a re. It must be a remake. It, yes, a sequel of sorts. Yeah, so okay. he's got a bet with whoever played the character he's playing okay. your first time, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, can you give us a genre? Uh, this would be a family film. Okay, live action and animation combined. Oh, Space Jam. Yep, LeBron oh, James. Oh, there you go. Who starred in the original? Uh, that Michael was Michael Jordan. Jordan. Exactly. Interesting. Yeah. So Interesting. LeBron James doesn't care. He no, got paid. Exactly. So LeBron James doesn't care how bad the reviews are for the new Space Jam movie because LeBron James already got paid and he did it just for fun. Now he does have a bet with Michael Jordan, the original star of Space Jam, on which version will make the most money. So that's where the actual. I excitement hope they're is. figuring for you know. Um, inflation, inflation, because you know, I'm just saying. Yeah, I'm sure they've got it figured out. I hope so. They're going to be fine. <laughs> really worked up about that. When we come back on I the Colleen tell. and Bradley show, I think we have a new relationship that we need to deal Ooh, with. Okay, uh, we'll tell you who it is when we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk 107.1. All right, I think we have a new relationship that we have to deal with Fun. and maybe give a name to on the Colleen and Bradley show. I'm Colleen Lindstrom. That's Bradley Trainer. And uh, Bradley, what's a relationship? It's a relationship for publicity. Okay, and this one, you know, when we first heard the rumblings, I was like, let's wait on this one. Let's hold and see what happens. But now I've decided this is a relationship. All right, sell it. Renee Zellweger and Aunt An- Anstead. Oh, Right? What even is an Aunt Anstead oh, again? Thank you for asking. So he apparently uh, was on a show called Master Mechanic. But at one point, he started dating uh, Christina. Hold on. What's her last name? Hack. Weren't they married? And then they got married mm. after she divorced. Mm, yeah. It's also that other guy. Um, HGTV Tarek. guy. Tarek. Tarek. Yes. So then they got married and they were only married for two years and then they got divorced. Okay. So he's now been, and he himself has been married now thrice and he just got out of this marriage and now he's been seen out and about with Renee Zellweger and Renee Zellweger. Like when was the last time we had a conversation about Renee Zellweger? Well, I'll tell you Judy Garland. 
it was around the time of Judy. Yeah. And there was a very specific um, interview that we kind of, I think, took a deep dive into because she talked a lot about kind of how she felt like she had been treated by the public. Mm-hmm. Um, specifically, you'll remember that time that she showed up on the red carpet and we were like, what what kind of work have you had done? Because she looked like a completely different person. Yeah. Oh, that's interesting. Right? So anyway, so she, uh, so they've been like seen out and about. And this is, this is what really sold me on the fact that this is a publicationship. The two of them were photographed like smooching on a beach. And it's so obvious. It's if so you just obvious. look at the pictures, it's very like posy and, and puckery. Well, it's not. Um, a shock to think. I mean, he, of course, comes from reality television, right? In a way that she's not, that's not necessarily her pedigree. But um, if it is his, he understands how to maneuver, you know, publicity opportunities in a way that she's not typically used to. True. And and the other thing is, I mean, to me, the other telling factor is the fact that he's, he's, uh, he's a reality star who's also trying to make a go of it in many different genres, or not genres, but many different um, shows, right? Because, and also he had a very quick marriage, which I don't know. There's something fishy about him to me, and I think we need to keep our eye on him. But I did a little digging because my biggest question was this. How does this stuff happen? How does a person... Get into a publicationship. I do not have that answer. But what I do have is another answer about what Aunt Anstead is trying to do in his own life. Okay. I clicked over to uh, an article that was referenced in another article about the two of them smooching on the beach. Yeah. And it was a it's a People magazine article, which is of interest to begin with. But was it an exclusive? It's not an exclusive, but in it, they're trying to put together all the clues that this is a relationship, sure. right? Because they haven't confirmed. And and said the mere fact that we're speculating means somebody wants us to speculate. Exactly. And and I'm gonna guess it's Aunt Anstead, frankly. Well, but again, stands to reason he lives in the world of um, you know, reality television. Exactly. So. So here's what's interesting. So apparently people were following some Instagram uh, commentary where he said, I've got somebody I want you to meet. And then somebody said, is that big smile? By the way, it's a picture of him with a dog in the background. And and eagle eyed viewers were like, oh, that's Renee Zellweger's dog. So people are asking questions and he's giving cryptic answers. And one person says, is that smile due to a new love? And he's like, nope, that's self-love. Well, thank you, People Magazine. They've gone deeper because apparently he also has been posting about a five-week program called Create the Love, okay, which is created by a guy who's a, quote, human connection specialist. Oh, gross. Right? <laughs> I actually think I... What, right? This person? His last name is Groves. Uh, his first name is... Human Connection. Mark Groves. Maybe. Sure. Mark Groves, yeah. Yeah. Uh, he also is the founder of the five-week breakup recovery course, which apparently Aunt Anstead also participated in okay, last so this year. This is just. This is just. This is just. Oh, okay. So what this is mm-hmm. is a marketing opportunity. Well, for for him, for sure. But you you had ventured a question, which was, how does this stuff go down? Mm-hmm. And I don't always think it's so obvious. Like you know, somebody goes, "Hi, Renee Zellweger. My name is Ann Anstead. Right. I would like to be seen in public with you for my career." But I would not be surprised at all if somebody's agent and somebody, you know, somebody's friend of a friend, you know, communicated like, here's a great person who's, you know, he's just looking to like 
do some stuff. And if you guys were like hanging out and you would organically, I could see how something like this could happen while also being completely manipulated into being right. Absolutely. And that's, I think a little bit of probably what's going on here. Um, I also just find a lot of amusement in the notion that this guy who's been through now two divorces is like going to this Tupperware party self-help thing. I also don't trust people like this. And I apologize for those who are involved. I don't trust somebody who shows up and says they're a connection specialist because that sounds like guru. And whenever I hear guru, I want to run the other direction because I feel like I'm going to get trapped in a cult. Right. Well, this sounds kind of part with a bunch of money because uh, this guy Aunt Aunt said has not only taken these courses, but he's also done social media for them. Um, For example, he wrote uh, about the uh, create the love I don't know, program. I'm now on day 30 of this, and I have to say it's been a lifeline for me. Uh, This is a course, by the way, which involves daily videos, emails, exercises, and worksheets. Oh, well, how do I sign up for it? I know, right? If anyone out there needs this, do it. Well, and I'm on the page of the individual who started this, and at the end of it all, he says, most of all, I'm a human being. I just happen to say most of the things that people tend to keep to themselves. Okay. Okay. Can I also just say, if you're a person who has to tell people, if you're the type of person who is the type of person who has to tell people what type of person you are, (laughs) you're probably not actually that type of person. You just want us. You want our money. Yeah. (laughs) I'm a bridge between the academic and the human. What? 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 (laughs) Inviting people to explore the good, the bad and the downright ugly. Well, so what we're saying is we're going to see more of these two. Oh, big time. Okay. Oh, big time. Just so get ready for it. So they are a That's what we've determined. Yeah. Oh, for oh sure. yeah. Definitely oh, a relationship. Yeah. And we have to come up with a name. Uh, we'll figure that out at a later date when I'm less disgusted by what we just talked about. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley. Bradley. The just, Colleen and Bradley. We'll tell you about it. We'll be right back.